What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. 1001 of the Southland. Been a while, Trav, since we could say... Lit! It's a live imaging Tuesday. It's lit! We are live from Rams training camp. Day seven of unprecedented Rams training camp coverage. Our final day. And for that, we brought in the Rams Super Bowl champion, the great DeMarco Farr. The not-so-heavy hitter. The, the very not so. lean-looking DeMarco Farr. Trying to get there. Look at these young guys, My man. goodness. Got an ounce of fat on the field, man. You, you feel old and fat. I gotta get, me feel I'm not done, DeMarco. Huh? I'm not done. Because it <laughs> no, is I'm... Swift 710. Yes. And oh, there's only is. one person you can bring in for that. The great producer Emily's here as well. Hey, guys. I am. Love it. <laughs> Swift 710. People yeah. are still upset about that bit. <laughs> Well, we're going to keep it going. What happened? It's because they're not going to like today nearly. What's wrong with Swift 710? They don't know. like People you? People are haters. They oh, don't listen to music enough. It's She's all about good haters. Stuff. Yeah. You would think that haters would like Taylor Swift because Taylor exactly. Swift is a hater. As yeah. you very eloquently showed to me yesterday with my new favorite song. What's the name of my favorite song? Uh, it's Better Than Revenge. Better Than Revenge, Chris. Yes. I'm oh, still not great. done. Because back <laughs> at the headquarters, making sure that we stay on the air and be yes. part of the fun and frivolity, the great producer, Jorge. Jorge. Hey, hey what's up, I owe him $5. You do. What's up? I owe him five dollars. Uh, Terrence Crawford beat the snot out of us, <laughs> Errol Spence. I mean the snot. So yeah, you'll get it next time I see you. Yes, sir. Yeah, Thank you. Sound, uh, you. You shouldn't hold your breath. Right? I'm a man of my word. I'll give it to know. you. Good lord. I don't know. Beautiful day out here, at UC Irvine. Our final day of Rams training camp. The final day of training camp before they kind of pack it all up to Marco and get ready uh, to play on Saturday, and then. Basically, the season starts. You got yeah. three preseason games coming up. Last day here at UCI. Hayes in the barn, man, for some guys. I mean, look, you can only keep, you know, 53 or whatever it is. So some guys are going home. And that's the problem about the NFL. There ain't no other place to go, there's right. no, you know, other leagues. So this is it. So uh, if you didn't put your best foot forward in training camp, you better hope you show out in the games. But. You know, we're almost here. It's time to go. Time to get rolling. Do the coaches know? Do, do they know? And they get in their groups, and they're going through the roster, and they've got to cut, you know, X amount of guys. To, here we are. What's today? August 8th, and the season starts in about a month. Do they know who they're going to have on the team right now? Oh, yeah. man. Look, it's your job, too. Coaches have jobs, and you're working for the head coach. So when Sean McVay gets you in that meeting room, and he's looking you square in the eye and says, who can you trust? You're going to give the guys you can trust. And you might keep a guy off the list that you really, really like. I just don't know how you're going to play on Sunday. Can't trust you. So you know who your guys are, and you know who you're you're hoping for that has a good showing on game day. Well, that's that's every coach ever, right? Like that. Whether it's in high school, you're going to play your juniors and seniors. Whether it's in college, college is a little different now because basketball players don't stick around. But veterans, right? Very, very few head coaches, position coaches like young players because I don't know exactly what it is you're going to give me Sunday to Sunday. I don't. 
don't know exactly if you know where to be. When when this all goes like this, I need you over here. Yeah. And I know an older player, he's going to be there. He might be a half a step behind where you're going to be, but at least I know he's going the right direction. That that experience that comes along with being an older player is in, you, you you can't fake it. Oh you no just doubt, can't fake it. I, the the position that comes to mind is running back because you may have a guy that's great with the ball in his hands. I mean, he can make everybody miss. He's got speed. He's got this or that. And then Sean McVay will look you in the eye and say, how is he on protection? Yeah. Because the number one thing is protecting Matt Stafford. Now, if you've got a problem there, you got to say no. Can you imagine if you say, look, coach, we got to have this guy on the football team, and he keeps him. You put him out there on Sunday, and he misses a block that gets that guy hurt. You're going home with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you got to be sure about the guys that you say are my guys when you're cutting down to 53. Emily, did you get a chance to talk with Mace at all last night with his uh, Taylor Swift appearance? <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to talk to Mace, and he did tag me in one of his posts on Instagram. His seat looked amazing. It looked like really close to the stage. On People the weren't floor. throwing shade at him online yeah, about no, no throwing his shade. seats. Yeah, he might have a little more extra change to spend around than I do. But <laughs> I did, uh, you know, it looked like he had a great time. He, he posted about it. He uh, wore a nice little pink polo shirt. Which Sunday cool. swagger polo yeah, shirt. Yeah, Sunday swagger polo shirt. And uh, he got really good surprise songs that I'm really jealous about. Songs? Or is there more than one? So there, she does two songs. I'm asking. She has two songs in the acoustic set that are different every show. And so she, he got two of my favorites. I got some great ones on Saturday, but he got two of my favorites. And so I was a little jealous about that. Wow. Um, but it looked like he had an awesome time. And I think there's no way to not have a good time at the Taylor Swift concert. I think that you just buy into the whole subject of it, and it's what it, it's it's a very happy place. Well, there's a way you can have a bad time. It depends on who you go with, right? That's true. You can if go you with go the with sourpuss, and it's with. all horrible. <laughs> yeah, you know? Well, you might be in a pretty wife. bad mood. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> sit there, and there's 60,000 people having a good time, and you're Except looking you. like, I'd yeah. really rather be anywhere oh, else but God. here. That's a, it's a pretty bad wow. Yeah, DeMarco, right I cannot um, explain to you enough about how loud that place is. So we were all there for the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was extremely loud. It was a raucous place. But this concert, I my ears still hurt. <laughs> I still cannot. I cannot hear normally anymore. It's like that bad about ringing? how loud. It's still ringing. I, I mean, I'm going to go to the doctor because it's it's a little bit too much. Really? But uh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but it's like, it's such a loud place, so energetic, so fun. And I've never seen a place like that before, which is why it's, was a, it it's built, a good thing. It, that place was built for people like her, right? Big well, I don't events, know if there's anybody like events. her. She's ah. doing six nights at SoFi Stadium. I thought like a... Uh, Beyonce has three nights. BTS, right? Didn't BTS? BTS had two nights. They went nuts, yeah. yeah. Six. Shouts out. Six, six nights, nights <laughs> at wow. SoFi. It's not like she's doing six nights at a local bar yeah. Wait, where <laughs> there are a couple hundred people coming in. Am I, is, it, is it hard to, do, to be Taylor Swift to do six shows? Is, is it hard? I just, I'm just saying. I mean, six, three is she, is she on a treadmill? Shows. Six, three yeah. and a half hour shows. Is she dancing too? Yeah. Yes. So what, what, what did they say? She fancy walks. <laughs> yes. She, she, she doesn't hey, dance There is much. some dancing. She okay. fancy walks. And she's like singing at the top of her lungs. So I think okay. that she does have to train like a professional athlete. And okay, ah. keep this in mind. The stage that she has, it comes, so there's a main stage. It comes out and it's over half the football field. Wow. In length. She's got to work So that she's thing. walking the entire thing or she's getting her like steps fast in, walking yeah. the entire thing. Or, <laughs> yeah, like that. You know, yeah. dancing through the entire thing. So she's training like a professional athlete out there. I want to see her workout routine because it must be amazing because not only to be moving around dancing, maybe yeah. not the best dancing around, and to be singing is just a feat. I caught Brittany once way back when she was really popular. Tell me and, more. And I wanted to <laughs> hate it, but I, you know, I'm, I'm not really into the poppy music back then, but I was still impressed because 
did like, she have the cobra or the python or whatever it was when she did that show? I think so. Yes, I think you're right. Yes. You there? For you? The VMAs in <laughs> yes. September yeah. 2001, a yes. week before 9/11. I'll oh never no, forget kidding. That. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember this yellow giant yeah. yellow pipe. pipe but, but the show was two hours, and she was singing and dancing, and didn't break a sweat. I'm like, that's impressive. I don't yeah. have to like the music, but I can imp- I can appreciate what I just, just saw. Just the performance of yeah. it all. And Jorge, when it says that uh, she plays more minutes than Anthony Davis, so <laughs> that <laughs> is <laughs> she is not going down to injury. She Come is on, coming out Come every on. day. So. Gotta fight back. You got paid. Man. You, got paid. <laughs> you got to stay together, brother. Come on. <laughs> yeah. She's getting paid too. <laughs> no, no, she. Yeah, but she actually goes. <laughs> more minutes, her, lady. Yeah. Oh her my occupation. God. Yeah, wow. but no, it's crazy. I, I mean, I'm excited. And so far, shows you how crazy cool that state that stadium is people want to go see it people will make that their destination they want to go to and you know for the world cup it's going to come in a couple oh, of years will be exciting yeah. depending on what game they get i can't wait to see something like that in that stadium olympics too amazing. right olympics, olympics will be world there cup. Yeah. there's rumors of a final four because yeah. got a roof that you could come in and and do the final four there and of course be amazing we got rams you got chargers you've yeah. got everything else that comes yeah yeah there as great well. for a football game as well hopefully many more profe- uh, playoff games i hope so yeah both teams. Yeah. Did, did, well, yeah. that, that, that that's a whole other topic, right? <laughs> Come on. I want to see an L.A. series. Wouldn't that be great if you can get that series, the Chargers and the Rams, in a Super Bowl in that stadium? Wouldn't that be great? It would be great because it would be something that we've never seen before. Yeah. But it feels like the Chargers are always going to find a way to be in their own way just yeah. because okay. that's what they do. Good. Right? Even when they're good, <laughs> they find a way to step on their own toes. They're going to mess and, up and one of the best quarterbacks it. ever. It, good. Well, okay. So <laughs> let, let's talk a little bit about that because he's awesome. He's put yeah. Up bananas numbers Tremendous. In, his, in the early part of his career. Yeah. They haven't really done anything. No. I'm not saying it's his fault. Yeah. But at some point, once you take the checks and once you're the ones that suck it up, the well, now we can't pay this guy or that guy. Yeah, yeah. At some point, it becomes your fault, even if it's not. Uh, same with Phillip Rivers. I mean, he wasn't here, but, I mean, he put up some numbers. It wasn't his fault. Yeah. Not all the time, but, I mean... Sometimes you just don't win with the greatest quarterbacks in the world. And, I, look, Herbert is one of the best I've ever he's seen. He's terrific. Mobile. The guy's got a gun. He's smart. He can, he's got pocket presence. He's got pocket awareness. Uh, you can run whatever offensive system through him. He's one of the better young quarterbacks in this league. It's just you play for them. Good luck. Okay. So yeah, this still this... gave up a 30-point lead. Yeah. So it's – yeah, Fouts went through it. Rivers went through it. They've all gone through it. Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they've all yeah. gone through it. There are teams. Chargers are on the list. I think the Clippers are on the list. The Angels are on the list. Yeah. We saw it again last night. And it just this is a team that lost six in a row. This is a team that just hasn't won a game since the trade deadline. They go all in to try to make sure that Otani has a playoff run for the first time in his life. And they haven't won a game since. Crazy. <laughs> they literally haven't won a game since. It's their longest losing streak. They blew uh, a ninth inning lead last night. They had a three to two lead. They end up losing eight to three. They give up six runs in the bottom, in the top of the ninth, and just a complete disaster. Do you believe in the theory that I hold, which is there are just some teams that have loser DNA? You are that, reading my that, mind. That you can go, you can change the players. Yeah, you can change the management, and in some cases, you can even change ownership. But there's just something about certain teams that when it's time for something bad to happen, it always happens. Always. There is a, there, there will be change for every team. There's going to be a guy that transforms, but we may not be alive to see it. Or we miss that guy. But, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Some teams – and it always starts at the top. If that guy at the top or that person, that group at the top – isn't all in on winning, it's going to come out on the field at some point. Uh, you're going to be okay with just almost getting there. You know, that's going to be preached. That's going to be in the, the art you have in the building. 
when they celebrate teams that didn't win championships, that to me is the team you're talking about with that loser DNA. Uh, when you talk about teams like Dallas that only celebrate championship teams. The Lakers. The Lakers. That's Those are teams yeah. that it, winning is built into their DNA. So if that's the case for the Lakers and the Yankees and other groups, then those loser DNA teams also exist. But I agree. Not, there has to be something in between being like only competing for championships and being able to recognize when you've had a good season. A hundred percent. You're a hundred. You can have a successful season, but there is something about always striving for that thing at the very top. Yeah. Right. Like the Dodgers, I think, are a very good example of this. The Dodgers have been in the playoffs ten years in a row, and. Quite frankly, in that 10-year window, it's been underwhelming because it's only resulted in one World Series. That doesn't mean that those 10 years haven't been phenomenal no, from a right. success standpoint, from a being in the mix standpoint, from an overall, from a Yankee, Dodger, Laker, Cowboy, Steeler perspective. Yeah. We're only counting things that go in your hands. I'm not. Yeah, and absolutely. If you get there and lose, that's one. I'm talking about teams that celebrate division championships from 18 years ago. Right, and they bring that team back to be remembered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is it. So I mean, I finished in the second place in the Big West my freshman year. And in let's go nuts. We should okay. throw a party. T-shirts. For that. Let's yeah. go. Uh, Gauchos made the uh, March Madness this year. That's something that's to right. celebrate. That know? is well, that's the Gauchos. You know, we have certain <laughs> thresholds. That's college. That's different. Oregon. Yeah, they're not cheating enough. Do you think Oregon State and Washington State are going to end up in the Big West now? <laughs> what else are you going to do? Well, I know the there's four. not too many places. Like, yeah, my gosh, and look who's left. Um, uh, look who's left, too. You know, I feel bad. Goodness. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that because you are a Pac-12. You're a Pac-10 guy. I'm a Pac-10 guy. guy. You were. Yeah. I was going to say, I caught myself. You're a Pac-10 guy from UW, and now you are a Big Ten guy. Go oh. go, Boilermakers against your Huskies or whoever it is. Oh. What an absolute <laughs> hot mess. We're here at UC Irvine. Final day of Rams training camps. DeMarco Farr is in for Slee. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Live imaging Tuesday on Travis and Sliwa broadcasting live from Rams training camp on Swift 710. Do you like that, DeMarco? DeMarco sitting in for Slee today, the Rams Super Bowl champion. Turn the mic on. I turned it off. I got a question about a Swifty. I need... Okay. A ruling here. Can I do sure. a tease real quick? Go ahead. Yeah. Coming up around 1030, <laughs> yeah. Rams legend Rowan Williams will join us. My man. And then Let's after go. practice today in the 12 p.m. hour, the great Puka Nakua. Yes, indeed. 
Yes, indeed. He was just standing right here in front of us a second ago, DeMarco. That, is it the 17, or is it just that he reminds me that much of Robert Woods? All of it. Look at him. Did yeah. you see him? I mean, it looked like his helmet's too small. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, that's just a big receiver. So I was big telling guy. him, like, you know, he's a guy that's going to do everything on this football team. You're going to carry it. You're going to catch it. You're going to have to block. Hey, I need you to crack on Bosa. I need you to come Robert in Robert Woods would do it. Crack down on Bosa yeah. so we can get this ball outside. You know what he's going to say? Yes, coach. <laughs> That's what I like. So Does a big, rookie have another option? Can no. You, do, you, do you have a, nah, I'd really rather not. And you're going to have to go through it until you work your craft, and then you can be. if you're good enough, you'll become Cooper Cup. You'll be too special for them to use you in that spot. But until then, guess what you're doing? Meanwhile, you had something about the Swifties. Oh, about Swifties, yeah. Um, okay. uh, like what, what constitutes being a Swiftie? So I, I like the music. Would you like yes. me? Would you like me to answer this, Emily? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> we want Emily. No, Travis. I want to see your answer, and then I'll clean up what you have. Okay, to say. I'll see if you leave anything out. You okay, go ahead. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll fill in the holes. All right. So I think that it's Swifty is just you know embracing um, like the lyrics of her music. I think the most important thing is like actually listening to the words she's saying and knowing a little bit about her backstory because it makes the music a little better. But I think you can be a Swifty and enjoy her pop songs, her, her like their, her singles on the radio, and you can be a Swifty that knows her entire catalog. So it just has to be embracing and not being a hater of her, okay. but being a hater of her enemies. I got 80% of that. <laughs> I could care less about her it's okay. her, her life, but I, she writes How great songs. Yeah. And I'm into, okay. the, I'm into the lyrics. You're in the, you're in the minefield now. Do DeMarco. I have to go? to the show i i can i can explain to you some uh some intricacies of her of her life off air if you're interested though no it's it cool is, it's i get cool. that i mean that's where great <laughs> stories come from what's yeah. his name a ring of fire guy johnny cash, johnny cash. Johnny cash. look it's yeah. all his life i love it i mean i love it poured out in music but do i have to are about to happen that he just compared johnny cash <laughs> i'm just saying but do, I have, Swift, but do I have okay. to go I like to the it. show is what i'm asking do i have to go to the concert you know you don't have to, to be I a mean, swifty you can enjoy so it's going to be recorded it already has been recorded so it's going to come out on i think like either like a netflix or a disney plus documentary so if you have chance you can watch that, um, but you know, Swifty is whatever okay. you want to make it. I'm okay with as long not as you're being not a Swifty. hater, I'm just which asking. is everybody else who listens. And to stop trying to start fights. She, she well, left out a lot of job here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, let, let me introduce you to Chris Morales, Demarco. Oh my God. <laughs> let, let me, he, he, he's not new here. You should you should know these things. Um, she left out a lot of very important details. Let me fill you in on some sure. of these. Okay, things. go ahead. You have to paint the number 13 on your hand. Not happening. When you go to the concert. Yes, only only when you go to the concert. Only when you, go to the concert. you also bring. What's 13? Uh, that's her lucky number. It's her like uh, it's her magic this? number. I thought thirteen was the bad luck number. Most to most, Kurt Warner wore it all right. That yeah. worked out yeah. for him. Okay. You, you got a Super Bowl so because she's of a number thirteen. 13. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you need to have multiple wristbands that you trade when you go to the concert. Not yes. these, but like these. Yes. You make friendship. I'm looking right at you. Bracelet. See, you've got wristbands on, <laughs> but not like the name bracelet. Like there's friendship bracelets. Yes, it's yes. her bit. When, but there's still bracelets like you're wearing. I wear a lot of bracelets. Yeah. Okay, so there. Okay, go ahead. When you go to concerts, that's what you do. You make you make some friendship. You make friends. You share it with people, and you okay. have a community. That could could Chris trade one of them? I did a quick count. I think there's like 10 on his mm -hmm. wrist. Could he trade one of those for a Swifty bracelet? He could. He could. I actually, I'll, I'll bring on. I keep forgetting to bring yours. Tomorrow. I made, I made you one, so I'll bring you one tomorrow. That's great marketing, right? You also yeah. need to wear a costume when you go to the concert. Yep. You have okay. to wear like a, a specific Taylor Swift like cosplay. Outfit. Yes. Yeah, a little I bit. I see. I know some cool people that exactly. cosplay. Okay, yeah, so sure. we're okay. We're okay so far. <laughs> we're doing yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, yeah, look, we got, we got. I basically have educated you on everything. Taylor that's Swift. a Swifty? Yeah, that's a Swifty. You know, I may now qualify, you know Travis. I may qualify. <laughs> I, I, you I know think what? I'm there. If you're getting, and again, we're running out of shows. What, tomorrow's I, the last one, Em? Yeah. 
Tomorrow's our oh last boy. Uh, yes. show. Tomorrow's last so show. I, eight, I don't know nine, if we're going to get in. I didn't know. I yeah. didn't know. I didn't know I was a Swifty until now. Well, now maybe you and I we go take in the show and I, then we'll go eat some of that. Korean I thought a deal breaker <laughs> was I had to go to the show. Look Absolutely. at this guy. Come on in here. Look Absolutely. at you. Looking like Men in Black. My man. All right. So our Stop first guest on. of the day, Rams legend Roland Williams, joining us right here. And uh, well, I've been hearing quite a few stories about you from uh, your pal Demarco Far here. I only told one on today. Come on. Only told one. Good to see. How you feeling? Oh man, it's great. It's just great to come be at training camp and to see the guys getting ready for another a season and they they took us over to sign a little bit yeah and demarco there were so many old school legends that loved the greatest show on turf it yeah. was great it was great you man. mean legend players or legend, legend fans? players legend fa- hold up legend fans that yeah. love the legend players oh so yeah yeah they well, appreciated antiques I, I was like hey thanks for appreciating <laughs> at, guys. at one point we were the only championship <laughs> team correct i mean have you ever thought of that there's been a lot of people that have put on that jersey, that helmet, but we were the only guys up until a couple of years ago that actually <laughs> won the Lombardi. Doesn't that trip you out? That is really trippy. Yeah. Making me feel really old. Too, I'm just but. saying. It, just, it, it blew my mind. Like We were the guys at the top of the mountain, and when Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and Sean McVay, when they finally achieved that, I said... Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, it's been lonely. <laughs> it's nice to have company, right? I want to go a step further, DeMarco, because what you were saying, that for a period of time you guys were the only champions in the organization. Obviously they added a second one a, a couple of years ago. But you guys kind of had something that went to a whole other level because you have a team that has a name, right? There's the steel curtain. There's the purple. Pe- you guys were the greatest show on turf, right? There are There's a champion every year, but not every year has a team that you can say, you say the greatest show on turf. Everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. So it's not only a Super Bowl championship, but it's that next level of identification of the entire group. You're exactly right. I think one of the things, DeMarco, um, that I start thinking about more the older I get is that there would be no greatest show on turf without a darn good defense. Uh-huh. That could slow down offenses, yeah, yeah, that yeah. could get turnovers, make plays. We were in the same boat. See, the greatest show on turf, people think it's Marshall, Kurt, Isaac, and Tory. It included tight ends and a defense at right. one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, that was a total team thing. But yeah. then, you know, it, it, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, it was more than just a name. It was it was us. It was our passion. Now boil it down after twenty some odd years, you may think it's just a name, but it was I don't think we called ourselves that during that no, time. No, yeah, no. we were just us. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah you just go out there and kick in everybody's ass every yeah. week. That's and, what and then, you call it whatever you want, I guess, right? You know, people don't put it into context. It's like we were the worst team in the league the year before. Yeah. We were the laughing stock of the league. We weren't the team coming in the every, that had all the respect of the world and everybody thought we were coming. They, they thought we were going to be horrible. And remember when they used to, like, advertise, like, your, your NFL mug, get your favorite team's mug, get sure. a Raider mug, get a yeah. 49er mug? They would do everybody but us. <laughs> oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm dead serious. It's Whatever so they were true. selling, they would put it out there, everybody but us, and it would drive us nuts. <laughs> so that's the thing. We were out there fighting for respect. Yes. See us. Yeah. When did you guys know? I mean, I, I remember driving around in my car listening to the game that Trent Green got hurt. Mm. And thinking, oh, and they, they said, well, they're going to play Kurt Warner quarterback. And I'm thinking, the running back from the Seahawks is there? Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, wait, okay, okay, there's a second Kurt Warner. I get it. And then thinking, he, okay, he's in the XFL or the Arena League or whatever it was. And he's a guy that's working at a grocery store. Like, this is never going to work. And then it's pretty good. And then it's very good. And then it's, oh, my gosh, they're the best team in the league. When did you guys know? I'll let you go first. Uh, 
Who missed that block? That when was that? That wasn't you, was it? No, it was Marshall. <laughs> it was Marshall. <laughs> it was Marshall. <laughs> which, yeah. which ironically was very motivational for him. Right, right. He felt sort of responsible. See, I never blame Marshall. I always blame Rodney for that. Rodney Harrison for being that crazy dude in preseason. Who True. does that in preseason? Rodney Harrison Rodney is the Harrison. answer to that question. They took him out of that stadium with a police escort. I'm sure they did. I'm not kidding. They had to walk him out of the stadium. It was crazy. But um, when did we know? Um, we always knew we were good. We just needed a few more pieces. So I knew we were go- it was going to be different once we got Marshall. Yep. When we, had- we put Marshall back there on-, on offense and we had Trent Green who was lighting it up, we knew we were going to be different. But special? Yep. Hmm. Special. Beating the 49ers for me. Finally getting over that hump. Yeah. Is that the same thing? That's the same thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because because coming in, it was only my second year in the league. And so all I was hearing about was the 49ers, their dominance against us. These are the Steve Young, Jerry Rice. Right, right. used to laugh at us. Punching on the the goalposts and all that kind of stuff. And hearing from DeMarco, hearing from Kevin, hearing from different guys talk about that legacy. For us to go beat them and Isaac Bruce. Mm -hmm. There's a moment where you see a picture of Isaac when he scored like his second touchdown. You Mm -hmm. see his arms like outstretched. And he's like – it's emotional because you felt like that was the time where he was like, I finally got this redemption done. moment, and it's done. <laughs> oh, and it's done. Oh, and I can just tell, when I saw Isaac Bruce really happy and emotional and for the first time really leaning in, I said, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We played them in 1995. We just moved to St. Louis. We're playing them in Bush Stadium, right? They set Jerry in motion, and nobody went with him. Jerry got to the center and went back and said, y'all suck, <laughs> and took off and caught one for like 60. I'm like, oh, not only are they killing us, they're embarrassing They're us and laughing at us. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, oh, just terrible. But that getting over the hump there. But I do remember we were in contention with Cincinnati for the worst team of the 90s. Yep. Remember that? Yep. And we went up there and played them, and we won, and we won our eighth game. And Dick Vermeil called us in. This is just eighth. And he says, congratulations, you're no longer losers. Like, it was guaranteed you couldn't have a, winning, yeah. a, a losing season. Yeah. It was like, Wow. You're right. And then from then on, it was like, yeah, we're never letting go of this. Never, ever, ever, ever. What was it like having Far as a teammate? It was great because DeMarco, people don't really – DeMarco, I feel like your career was probably the most underrated, under underappreciated game that you brought to the game. When you talk about – think so. The, the, yeah. Listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. His size as a defensive lineman, he was not the biggest or the tallest defensive lineman. There was an age of Big Daddy Wilkerson sure and all not, those man. big guys. And then you had DeMarco, who was like stealth and quick and doing it. And he was one of the first guys that started using his hands in a meaningful way. The work that he used to do on his handwork used to have us all thinking about how we're using our hands when we played. This permeated to, to, to offensive linemen and how they looked at taking on defensive players, how I looked at the guys I was playing against. Yeah. I used to go hang out and, like, what was our guy named to talk to you all? Ernest Hart. Ernest Hart. Good now, he, was, he was famous during the, the, the beginning stages of ESPN when they only did kickboxing. Oh, okay. They would take this dude over to Thailand. Don't forget Australian yeah. rules football in the early days. Oh, yeah. Of ESPN too, and the guy, these guys. Right after <laughs> it, was, it was, it was kickboxing. But go ahead, yeah, dude. So, so to watch him and the work that he did with his hands and how he was the most efficient guy in the world in, in some sweat. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Us. We'll talk about what he wants. Oh, come on, A different man. day. Leave it alone. But listen. More, <laughs> listen, Roland. Don't more. tell him. Don't let him know. Please, <laughs> more. Don't, don't let him know. Stop video. talking about his technique Please with his hands. I need to hear the listen, wardrobe listen, story. Listen, no. listen. But the technique work that he used to do, he used to feel like he was getting ready for like a some karate uh, battle or some kind of royale. Yeah. We're like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, this. where am I? It's the NFL. Yeah. Where you push yourself to get better incrementally, where you maximize your human potential and go out there and play. And DeMarco was the poster child for maximizing your human potential, for being a leader and a consistent person. And that's the culture of the Rams. That's mm-hmm. who we were. So for us young players coming in, it's like, that's who we are. We're a scrappy bunch of hardworking dudes that put it down every single day who are good human beings who just love the Lord, love God, Mm -hmm. love life, love football, and that's it. Hated losing. And hated losing. Hated losing. That's that's near the top of the list, isn't it? Couldn't practice either. And practice practice either. Look, I I have all (laughs) respect for anybody out there right now, all these young guys, but I guarantee you none of them could make it through what we went through. No. None of them. Not one. You're talking about the amount of hitting, the length of the practices, all the above? Two, three-hour practices a day. In full pads In full pass, full go, hot. We didn't have a bunch of water. They didn't care about us. Right. It was different. I'm I'm serious. It was it was like true junction boy stuff. But get you more ready, or is it just (laughs) older? No no music. No no music. So Vermeil took over a squad, and it was you know it was okay. But he had to run some guys off. So he had to make it hard. I mean, he had to turn up the fire and see who he had. So <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> it was rough for a while. But once we got the team established and yep. set, he backed off a little bit, and we went thirteen and three, won the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about his close. Let's get to the important no. part. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on, Roland. Give it up. Listen, listen. So, oh so I, I know you. If you don't know, I was two hundred eighty-two pounds. Right, with with, with yeah. thick thighs, bodacious, glutinous maximus. <laughs> 13% and so, body fat. Right, 13% yeah. body fat. Damn. Looking really, really attractive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really attractive if you – if okay, anyway. All right. But, you know, they used to have these things called biker shorts oh, back Oh, yeah. Okay, you remember biker shorts? Of course. Okay, we had, like, our version of biker shorts. They're, like, gray, like our cotton pants that you wear underneath your shorts or underneath your, They're you know, pants. They're called grays. Yeah. <laughs> they call them grays. Yeah. Well, DeMarco just wore the grays. <laughs> and that's it. And so he was the only guy on the team that wore just the grades. But I'm telling you, he's bodacious, thin waist, big, thick thigh, you know. Big I want to feel free, And man. then so when you sweat when the light gray grays, when you they're sweat. They're not light gray for long. They're not light gray, okay. but only in certain Here's areas. Back, so it's sort of nasty, but good. The but you see him working yeah. hard. You clearly know he's working. But you're like, man, here's this the, here's is nasty. Okay. But he's working. How tall are you? 6'5". Okay, so. Big butt. I'm six one, so we had to wear the same size shorts, but they're three right. X. So when I put on the three X, they're too long. It makes me look like I'm five eight. So I'm not. I'm not, I'm not you need to get some vertical stripes. I'm not going to roll them up like the '80s. So I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'll just go with the grays, man. I yeah. gotta feel free. It works. Yeah, yeah, he was free. He was free in the gray. So he's free in the front, free in the back. Sweat showing in certain pockets, with depending on his work ethic. Gray shirt, sweating, big. 
ferocious, uh, you know, wow. If the grave were wet, it was that, t- that, that sort of day. I'm yeah, going to have to go through some old images if I can find <laughs> you. you, can you the say, that's that's the there. Marco. You can see it from across the field. <laughs> it's that's out there. That's the Marco over there working. There's the Marco. Okay. <laughs> what was it like? You know, I've heard DeMarco tell me some stories about Coach Vermeil and just how tough he was and how much he loved his players. But it's kind of this yeah. weird mix of just this incredible intensity and this compassion that he had for his guys yeah i think that's the big part it's about the love man it's it's about the love and i think that one of the things he did when i first got to the rams which i couldn't even comprehend he brought us all to his house Mm -hmm. to like have a meal i'm like we're in the nfl okay this is probably stupid that doesn't happen no, no I've, okay. I've never heard, never yeah. happened in Getting college. Hammered with your head coach? No, no, yeah, not, not okay. in high school, college, or yeah. the pros. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. No one could outdrink him. Right. I mean, he like brings you to I'd enjoy like to his time and break bread and, <laughs> yeah. and pour into you as a human being. Yeah. So and so, I just appreciate that. Me as an emotional, sappy kind of guy, having a coach that also had a heart, mm-hmm. where he talked about things that matter of the heart. You know, he sort of appealed to our emotions. And for me, as a guy who you know who just loved the game and was a, a heartfelt guy, it was really motivational. And then to see how he loved on his players, the guys who have been there a long time and, and have sacrificed and committed over all the years. You could just tell the genuineness and the realness. And then the last part was, remember we went to Philly? Yeah. And all the guys came for like that used to play for him yep. for other teams. He and brought uh, Smoke and Joe Frazier. You know what I'm yeah. saying? No kids. It's like, it was it's, dope. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like so those kind of things of seeing like the love that he He carried. brought back guys that he cut. Right. Guys that didn't make the team right. still came and talked to right. us about him. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's what he, he told the guy. This is a team <laughs> meeting. And he said, look, we're getting ready to cut. And I may not be able to keep all of you, but I guarantee you I will call everybody in the league until I get you a job. That's how I feel about you. That's what he did. He really actually cared about every human being. But if you got on the opposite side of that. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, if you got on the opposite side, if you were a guy that just took that kindness and threw it back in his face, then, I mean, he would turn the stone That's on it. you. Yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. like, you know, if you're not part of this group, if you're not what we're about, then you just, I can't put you on the team with the rest of the guys. He, he, yeah. he tried. He, and he tried. Yeah. To his credit. Oh, there's, my there's God. There's some names of some guys that my yeah. rookie year. We're not going to say. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's some guys that he literally tried time and time and time again. Literally Even, walked the guy out of jail. Yeah. Literally walked him out of jail and tried his best. And he just, you know, some some guys just can't get right. Roland Williams <laughs> joining us here from Rams training camp, Super Bowl champion on that greatest show on turf team with DeMarco Farr. You've got four rings on your hand, my friend. What else we got going uh, there? Four rings. This is just an ode to the game. Uh, went to Syracuse. It's the Big East Championship. Played with McNabb back in the day. Okay. Um, this is, of course, our Rams Super Bowl championship that DeMarco has one of. I took a little spare a little side time went and played for the Raiders AFC championship with nice. Tim Brown and Jerry Rice mm-hmm. and then this one is high school man I coached Oaks high Christian? school Oaks Christian okay. out of CIF back with uh, Zach Charbonnet and Kayvon Thibodeau oh yeah that was a year where I coached uh, high school football that was awfully tough to get to get those uh, private school kids to you know, play be with tough. The, the, well, 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 well it's, just, it's just less players. I mean, it's, just, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot to it, right? And so it was a great experience. I loved every bit of it, and um, of course, celebrate winning the title, man. You know, Kayvon Thibodeau, you mentioned obviously went to Oregon, with the New York Giants right now, and Charbonneau. These, can you tell when they're in high school? Like that's a pro. 
Is it just pop out of just for sure? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, you know, Kayvon was six, you know, six four, two hundred and thirty-five, forty pounds, running, getting off the ball. There was a couple of times I actually had to like put a helmet on and actually play tackle in practice just to like to challenge him. him. Yeah. Yeah, to challenge him a little bit to get him to work. But he's he was his battery and his motor just man was just was nonstop. Uh, and just just such a hard worker, man. Just a great kid, and also like a, a four point student. Oh man, an AP class. Yeah. People didn't give Kayvon Thibodeau enough credit for his intellect. Well, Super I remember when kid. he was going through the draft process and like well he's interested in things that are in football and I'm like and the problem is right <laughs> yeah. right well for certain he's coaches that's well that's what i mean but that yeah. that's more of a coach's issue yeah. to me than it is the player i mean i understand there's 24 hours in a day you're going to put in the time to become a great football Travis, player he obviously is some coaches goodness. covet knuckleheads because the game is important to them. any good ones some but uh, yeah, they covet some. knuckleheads because they know the game is important uh that's the only thing that keeps them on the straight and narrow is this game and that's a hell of a carrot to hold over a guy but there are some coaches that really appreciate what goes on above the neck. I yep. think McVay's like that. Yes. I think he really cares about what goes on between from the neck up than the neck down. So I think that's what makes him such a successful coach. But some guys, they want those knuckleheads. Yeah. If, if you have a – I had a coach tell me in college, if you have a, a class that interferes with practice, you will miss that class. Mm. I mean, he was dead serious. I don't care if you're going to med school. If that class starts at 3.30, you're going to miss it. Football is most important, so you have to make a choice sometimes as a young athlete. Roland, what are you doing now? <laughs> wow, a lot. Well, first I have I got three sons. Uh, my oldest is a sophomore in college, getting into engineering, entrepreneurship. My middle son, he's actually one of the top high school uh, football prospects in the country, uh, Justice Williams, 6'5", 205 wide receiver. Okay. Uh, he has a senior year. He just committed to University of Washington, so he's going to be a Husky. A Big Ten Husky. Went a Big Ten Husky. How about that? So he's, he's a guy that loves snowboarding. He okay. loves guitar. You know, it's the perfect environment for him, and, and very happy for him and going out to hate, play, hang out with Coach DeBoer. And I got a 12-year-old son, so being a dad, I'm also honest entrepreneur like in a host of things in private equity just trying to make a difference building and finding companies to make them special it's got to be such a treat to get to watch your son play because you you know what it takes you know what the the sacrifices are you know how difficult it is you know how challenging it is and to watch one of your own have success in that just right i mean just there's nothing i have i have two boys myself i have a daughter and it's just there's nothing like it when you see them succeeding in something it feels it feels great i think anytime our kids succeed at anything yes. that's that's like all it's about but if you want to choose what we did that just makes it even better right right it's like a little smidge oh, no better doubt. so to make helping him learn about the process and just giving him all the tips that i wish i knew when i was a freaking seven-year-old or whatever all the his whole life he listens that's yeah. that's mine don't that's, that's why I'm like, what's the secret i'm like, <laughs> how, do you, I'm how, do you, like how do you get him to listen because i'll say something and they'll look at me like i'm speaking a different language because a wise man told me that we have to be a loving consultant. No doubt. You know, we have to communicate in a way that appeals to their intellect and their heart. These are, you know, suburban kids that are yeah. different than yeah. us, how we were raised. And so I just try to just present things to him. And he's like, like Dad, I want to learn. I want to learn. I'm committed. And he does everything from the 5.30 a.m. wake up to the cold plunge to the jug machine to the lifting to the stretching to the roll, all the things. And he does all the things. And he listens to guys and hangs out around Cooper Cups of the world and learns oh, yeah. and watches film. And he does it all. And so he deserves everything he's got. That just means we can't headbutt him anymore, Travis. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Can't yeah. take away the PlayStations yeah. anymore. I'm not going to I've enjoyed everything about this conversation, but the grays are really going to stick with me. Oh, come on, man. Can I ask one more question before we go? They stuck with I, me, too. I, I got rolling right here, and I'm looking at Tyler Higby, and yes. that could be the greatest tight end in Rams history. I mean, yes. you watch him closely? Uh, yes, I do, yeah. and, and have enjoyed watching him play. The great thing that he doesn't get credit for is that he is a, a two-sided 
tight end. He can, he block. can block. At the point of attack, he's aggressive, he's relentless, and he's consistent, which is hard to do in the league. And these athletes are crazy. As a receiver, I just think that he doesn't get enough opportunities to mm-hmm. get the ball. And you, you, you can't sort of – That sounds familiar. I'm like, wait that, a minute. Okay, okay. That's, that touché. sounded like it touché. came from a certain touché. place. Touché. A deep place, a deep place. Listen, <laughs> you have to get tight ends involved early in a football game because when you wait, we're blocking. Our physical hands are being used for violence. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. It's a very unique position because we have to be so violent with our hands every play. And then you let us get stone-handed, then late in the game, you try to – like, come on, man. you got to mix this thing up. Uh-huh. you got to get tight ends going and make sure that we have both sides of our circuitry working. So right? take, me, take me through it. You go back into the huddle, and there's Marshall Falk, and there's Isaac Bruce, and there's Torrey Holt. <laughs> and you're like, damn, where's mine? No, like, how no, does that work? no. I was different. <laughs> no, here, I was different. See, I was like uh, – I understand why I'm not getting the ball. <laughs> Can't wait to go block. Uh, okay, back to block Ryan. And then when one came my way, he'd be like, thank you, Lord. And that's why DeMarco, no, I catch like a six-yard pass. I'd be like, whoopee. i yell in the practice and take it like 80 yards. Absolutely. Every time, every time. Look, I catch a 12-yard catch, I'm taking it 75 yards. They're like, they're like he's a nutbag. He's running 70 yards every time. And like, hey, thank you. I'd be like, Kirk, man, thank you. Right, you got one. Because yeah. I knew I wasn't. And that's why they used to be like, you better cover it up with two hands because if you ever fumble and you're, you're, you can't. Oh, you'll, never, you'll, you'll never, never see another, get another one right. again. So, so you watch the film, you watch like, why was Roland so conservative as a receiver? Because I, you like, I want catch, another one. Blop, 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 that's it. That's that, it. No, no, there will be no fanciness out of me. <laughs> Roland Williams is a Super Bowl champ. Of course, he is a Rams legend. Roland enjoyed it very, very much. Thanks so much for stopping. That's oh, great, man. You got it. All right. More Travis and Slee. DeMarco's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Tuesday, 13 minutes in front of 11 a.m. right here on Swift 710. Travis and Sliwa with the Rams Super Bowl champion, DeMarco. We are live from Rams training camp. We're going to do Hey, Did You See? Yes. With producer Jorge in just a moment. But do you have a fantasy league that you want part of our ultimate fantasy football draft party? Friday, August 18th at the Hollywood Park Casino with the 710 crew. Register right now. We got about a week here at ESPNLA.com and be with us for a fantasy party, party, oh, party, Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, draft. Producer Jorge, are you ready, Carnal? Yes, sir. Hey, fool, did you Let- see? <laughs> hey, fool, did you see? Let's do it right now. All right, fool. So, did you see that Trace Thompson got traded to the Chicago White Sox and he took his dad's number 43 jersey? As you know, as as his number forty three, just like his dad, Michael Thompson, the uh, Laker champion. So let me ask you, Travis, you played baseball. Demarco, you played for the Rams. What made you pick seventy five? And Travis, what number did you wear when you played baseball? So I was uh, number twenty two in high school and college, and it was very simple. And I think this is the way that you you pick one of two things: you pick like Trace because it's a personal thing to you, or you pick a player that you admire. And when I was a sophomore at Arcadia High School, there was a senior on our team named Eric Grubin who was an all-CIF player, was a Division One prospect, all these things. He wore number 22, and he was the best pitcher on the team. I'm like, I want to be like that dude. Ah. And I picked 22, and I was 22 from that point forward. And I wanted to be like Eric Grubin, and that's why I picked it. No doubt. Yeah. Same thing. Um, <clears throat> for me, it was Howie Long. There you, yeah, Howie choice. Long, 75 with the Raiders. I mean, I, that number looked cool. I liked the way he played, and I stayed with it. I, did I tell you the funny story? When About I made Howie? the team, I was 94 as a rookie. Okay. An mm-hmm. undrafted rookie free agent, so they gave me 94. That's not my number. I wore 75 my entire life. So I made the team, and I went to the equipment guy and said, I need number 75, not realizing what I just did. I just asked for Deacon Jones's number. <laughs> <laughs> 
he thought I was kidding. And like he's looking at me. I'm like, what did I do? He goes, and he points behind him, and there's a big picture of Deacon. I'm like, oh my God. So he made me walk outside, find Deacon, and ask him if I could wear it. What did Deacon say? Deacon said, look, are you any good? I said, I'm okay. He goes, okay, look, promise me one thing. When you get to the quarterback, you put him in the graveyard. <laughs> Sounds like Deacon. I said, I'll, I'll do my best, sir. He goes, no, no, graveyard, or I'm taking it back. <laughs> so went back, got it, wore 75. He should have taught you the head slap. It was probably gone it was by illegal the time by you that. got there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Deacon knows how to Crazy. those hands. Emily, how about long. you? What yeah. number uh, jersey did you wear? Uh, so I wore six when I did high school sports and stuff, and, and when, I, when I played water polo, because six just seemed to happen a lot in my life. Just like numbers showed up. So like uh, my address when I grew up had two sixes in it. My phone number growing up had three sixes in it. I was born on June 6, 1996. Sixes were everywhere. 1996? So, yes. Oh, wow. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Young. June 6th. <laughs> I'm June 9th. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, no wonder we get along. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so I, I did six for everything. Night, I'd already been in my profession. Born after the OJ trial. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> when you put Very it like true. that. There are landmarks in OJ 94, right? That's wow. a, a whole other <laughs> thing. I wasn't converted in 9-11, so we already brought it twice today. <laughs> you were born, and I was already working. You were a guy. I was an yeah. adult with a job. You had responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, I, had to, I was dealing with stuff. What's next, Jorge? All right, like how you old. All right, so did you see that Serena Williams did her gender reveal party, and she used drones to reveal the gender of her baby? Emily, can you elaborate on this one? Yeah, so essentially uh, her and her husband, um, Alex, uh, yeah, they had um, just drones go and, like, go in the sky, form the, it's a, I think it was a, it's a girl, and just react to that. So it's just kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's an elaborate way, let's just say, to do a How do you guys feel about gender, gender reveal program. parties? Yes. DeMarco? How do we feel about them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or that one? Both. You, That's the same so as Mayweather burning general. money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When he burned 100 Come on, man. Just say money it. laundering. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, gender reveal parties. Hey, yeah. yeah I'm kind of out on them, I guess. You know, no biggie. Just let me know what to buy. Yeah, shoot you a know? text, man. <laughs> just shoot, just shoot a text. It's a girl. Thank Done. you. Yeah. Yes. And if you don't want to ask, just get yellow or green. Thank you. <laughs> Something neutral. Yeah. You're good to go either way. Um, I don't mind. I mean, we didn't do any. I don't, it really wasn't a thing when my kids were born. They weren't doing gender reveals. We were going into the uh, delivery room blind. We had no idea. Yeah. All three of our didn't know boy or girl. We didn't know what we were going to get. So very few genuine surprises in the world. So that's what we went with. Um, as far as a drone show to do it, Look, Serena Williams has earned every last cent she has, so if she wants to spend it on drones, go get it. <laughs> That's wow. up to her. She can do whatever she wants. I, I get it. You look and go, I could have done something with that dough, but it's her dough. She you spent 15 k on something you could have did via text. <laughs> Girl, hey. right? Baby emoji with a pinker. That's it. Pinker blue. I also feel like this is something that people do a lot for like their first kid. Again, uh, this is the first kid they have, and they're gonna do all those steps. And then once that second or third or fourth kid comes along, then it kind of like less, gets less and less. Special. You're right about that. <laughs> I find but, it. Uh, yeah. I find it funny when these fools like want to bat a ball and they suck at baseball and they strike <laughs> oh, every yeah. time, or they have the balloon and the balloon flies away. <laughs> or and golf like, club is, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I okay. love when the dad is too happy or sad. When it comes out blue, he you've goes seen, berserk. You've seen Gordon Hayward. Yeah, right? yes. I was going to say, yeah. Gordon Hayward's yeah. one. The Gordon Hayward's my out. favorite one. I believe he had three daughters, and they were having a fourth child. And they did a gender where he opens a box, and balloons are going to come out of the box. Pink, yeah. or, pink or blue balloons. And he opens the box. The box opens up, and a handful of pink balloons go up in the sky. And he's like, bam, 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he was thrilled, but you could just tell he really wanted those balloons to be blue. For For that, I wanted to keep going. Yes, for sure. So, Marco, are you going to come to my 40th birthday party? Because I'm going to do a reveal at that thing. Party, party, party. What are you revealing what? You'll have to come and see. (laughs) (laughs) Only you. See? Yes. Do you have a venue picked out yet? We're working on it, and we need to move it all the way to the back of September, which is fine by me. I don't care. Because of Cappy. You're not 40 Are you going to share it again with Greg? No, because this isn't September 1st. Mine is actually Tuesday, September 19th, which ah. means you guys all will share in the festivities on a so live. It'll be Tuesday. a lit Tuesday. Yeah. Put it in your calendars already, guys. We're going to do the party. Why, is, why, does, why are we postponing because of Cappy? It's hard for a, I mean, the man drives me home at least once a week. Uh, he's got to be part of the festivities. Oh, is he? Okay. He's out? Yeah, he's got something. Okay. I like it. All right. All right. Cappy can be a part. One more, Jorge, or are we, are uh, we good? It's up to you guys. You guys want to do one more? Let's one do one more. more. Yeah, All right, one so more. the OC Fair is going on, and if you happen to be there last week, you might have ran into Bad Bunny. And if you took a picture, you're one of those Ooh. fools that took a picture with Bad Bunny, let me tell you something. It was an imposter. It wasn't Bad Bunny. It was a guy dressed <laughs> like Bad Bunny. He had security guards around him and the whole nine. So it was just a prank. It was no Bad Bunny. So we got a picture, you know, too bad. Uh, so what is that one <laughs> celebrity that you would want to have a, a, a picture of or with? You know, there's if you saw him in public, obviously. I don't know if it's a celebrity. I, I think it would be an athlete for me. I think it would be Otani. I think Ooh, I, I think I think, that's, I think that's the only person I would stop and say, "Hey, do you mind if we do one?" Because I I don't really do a whole bunch. I, I'm happy to do them. Yeah. And I've had I've asked a handful of guys: Nolan Ryan, George Brett, um, one or two others that I've had. Cal Ripken that I've asked to take some pictures with. But I think Otani's at the top of the list. If if I saw him at the mall or something, do people still go in to a the Dodger mall? Hat? Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. I'd, I'd make, put a Dodger hat on <laughs> what for is sure. That? Yeah. Something's but, happened uh, there. Yeah, Otani. They, I did that. Filled in, and they said you were going to cry if you didn't make it to the Dodgers or something. I don't Got know. Going I, to the I, look, he's going to get there. He's just not going to get there on the schedule that I was hoping. You really believe that? Okay. I believe it in my bones. Okay. Well, Travis did like 42 Otani shows in a row. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> okay, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> they, and they did it exactly wrong. If they would have listened to me, maybe they wouldn't have lost seven in a row. Maybe they wouldn't go sinking to the bottom of the division the way they <laughs> No doubt. Um, is the question like whether I'd take a picture with a fake celeb? No. If that Is it was there anybody a real that you celeb. want to picture with? Oh, it's a with. real celebrity. Yeah, anyone so- you want to picture with. Oh, my God. And, you know, I do have a Bill Russell autograph. No kidding. He I doesn't do, do many of those I, He either. doesn't do any, and yeah. I got him to do it uh, on, on a sports show. So I have one of those. So that was cool. I got a picture, too. Um, it would be like an actor, maybe De Niro, yeah. Pacino. Oh, if I one. saw them, I would go Gaga. Yeah. I went nuts after Michael Jackson, and I forgot as I'm running to him that he doesn't know me from Adam. <laughs> he just sees a big dude coming his right. way. Right, yeah. He freaked out a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, and security <laughs> stepped in. You know, I'm like, oh, he doesn't know me. I forgot. My bad. Michael, I love you. <laughs> But it would be like, you know, Al Pacino, De Niro, Denzel. Yeah, one Taylor of those Swift for you, right, Em? Yeah, obviously. And then I think probably Greta Gerwig, who's the director of Barbie or Margot Robbie. Oh. Either of them. Because I'm thinking in my mind I'd of like someone. I'd my answer to Margot Robbie as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of someone who like, wouldn't thing, be <laughs> mean to me, you yeah. know, someone who actually might be nice. And I think both of those people might actually be nice. And what so that's why. Chris? What was it? If you, a celebrity that you want to take a picture with? <sighs> I think Jordan. Michael yeah, Jordan. That's a good yeah, one, that's a good one. That's a good I think one. so. I already or met Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> I got a few of those already. You could make I feel like I could set that up I if got you really want to make that happen along the way. I want Julio right, uh, DeMar- DeMarco, is that Julio for you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you hey, better hurry guy. up because he's leaving. <laughs> Otani's coming and Julio's wow. leaving. That's how that's yeah, going to go. Uh, all right. Um, the Pac-12, pff, gone. 
Gone. It's all but officially dead. We got one more season. You're a Pac-12 guy. What does it mean? And does it? It hurts me. I'm wondering what it feels like for somebody that went to one of these places. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. Demarco's in for Slee on 710 ESPN.